0: Hi, I'm Frances Robertson-Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. Emma Beeching is a wealth of knowledge about all things menopause, and she runs an amazingly supportive community over on Facebook at The Happy Brand of M. Today, as well as covering the more common aspects of menopause, she'll talk about the lesser-known symptoms. As a woman, you're gonna to want to listen to get the inside info on all of Emma's top tips for managing menopause. I'm here this morning with Emma. I'm really excited to have her here with me to chat about the work that she does with her community, Happy Brand of M, which I stumbled across, I think, on Facebook. I think I saw something that you posted on there and got sort of went down a rabbit hole and found all of the information that you share on there which is just so in-depth I don't think I'd ever come across something as in-depth as that mainly focusing on menopause that's kind of where you focus m- most of your attention in that group isn't it so tell yeah. us a bit about the group Emma and um, and what you cover and how you support your community
1: <laughs> it, it's such a lovely supportive group I, mm-hmm. I kind of didn't really imagine when I started it that it would be so supportive um it's small which is beautiful because it's intimate and we kind of all know each other and you know it it's even when I have a bad day everybody's supportive it's it's lovely. lovely um and yeah it's a free Facebook group and we focus on whole body um sort of health and wellness mental physical with a real Keen look at the menopause because I am in early menopause and it's really not all that much fun. <laughs> um and it's an area where so many women have so many mental and physical stumbles that one, it's just nice to have a group of people that really understand, um, and it's nice to have a look at where we can sort of make life a little easier at this time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely, and I think it's it's an area which I feel like at the moment it's sort of blossoming, isn't it? This knowledge is expanding, and in the past I think maybe women have sort of not had that support or in-depth knowledge about what's going on for them, you know, and you might go to your doctor, but you don't necessarily get specialised attention or advice. I know one of my friends and I were talking about it, she was saying she just would have loved there to have been sort of a specialist that she could have gone to. And I think this is something that I found really interesting when we were talking about this this chat and you said you wanted to really highlight that there's so much more than just what we typically think of when we think of menopause. We think of like hot flushes and you know sleepless nights and and you know maybe foggy brain, you know, and that's kind of definitely that's that's all I ever sort of thought about. And it's actually so much more than that, isn't it?
1: absolutely i think one of when you think menopause you think no periods um i'm gonna start looking older quite quickly and um flushes oh my goodness the hot flushes um but there's so much more to it um there are factors that can really have an effect on our symptoms um for instance so these are not rules but they're general general sort of stats if you struggled with postnatal depression and you struggled in your teen years, um, mentally with depression and low mood, you are more likely to suffer in menopause because that shows that you have more of a tendency to be affected by the fluctuating hormones. Um, And if um, early childhood trauma is not something we necessarily think Plays a big part in later life, but if you have early childhood trauma, depending on when, the severity, and, and obviously how old you were, that can also have an effect um, yeah. on <laughs> the symptoms. Yeah, and how we, how how severely we feel the symptoms. Um, and for those of us, I am one. I am I am a Spoonie, a, a chronic pain sufferer, um, and. Some of the aspects of the menopause, like the sleepless nights, um, maybe the stress and worry, um, if you suffer with the anxiety side of things, they can actually have an impact on our pain, on our pain threshold, and how much we feel that level of pain. Um, yeah. And it, that's not something that you necessarily think, menopause, my chronic pain condition is going to get worse, but it it really does play a big big part of it.
0: Yeah. And um, another thing that sort of I've become aware of is this um, fact that a lot of the time women, they have sort of symptoms, but they don't necessarily link them to the menopause. So they might, you know, feel more anxious than normal. Um, So uh, maybe more depressed than normal, Uh, Mm -hmm. maybe joint pain, you know, or their, you know, their body feels Uncomfortable and and different, and they're like, why is this happening to me? And mm. don't necessarily link it with uh, menopause or perimenopause, even. Mm. I, I don't know if that's I think the more that we become aware of the different symptoms that there are, and we can understand what's happening to us, that then brings back a little bit of a level of control. You know, we can start to then take positive action, can't we? Rather than feeling like maybe you're just. So I, I think someone said to me they didn't feel themselves anymore. And then when they found out what it was, it's almost like a comfort in a way. I don't know if that's yeah. the case for you guys. Yeah,
1: because you don't feel like you're going crazy. It's no. like, well, there's a reason. Um, mm. We do associate menopause with hot flushes. Um, but in reality, a lot of people experience the mental first. Um, for me, I was on I was on the pill. I've always had extremely painful periods and suffered three weeks out of four with cramps and and stuff. So I've been on the mini pill for the last eight years. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was the mental, the anxiety. As as our oestrogen drops, um, and so does our feel good, and our progesterone drops, which brings out the the fight or flight tendencies, the anxiousness. I mean, what, why, why am I feeling like this? And I remember telling you if when I booked my appointment with the doctor was because I stood in my kitchen and sobbed over a potato because it was <laughs> ugly and I felt sorry for it. And I was like, wow, okay, this is kind of not normal. I, I think, you know, I think I better go book a, a, a test. And i have been having uh, the hot flashes at night And um, I found the doctor and said, I've Googled my symptoms. um, And she found that quite amusing. Um, (laughs) I think they hate it when we do that. I was like, I'm relatively sure it's menopause, but I just want to rule out cancer, which was the top two. uh, The light sweat. So I'm relatively sure it's menopause. Let's, let's, you know, let's get these blood tests. And of course, yeah, it came back. I was 43, perimenopause, um, Mm -hmm. sort of quite early but yeah. you know one of the things you said about the the knowledge um it's true i mean i don't know anything about my mom's own menopause other than when i said you know hey i've got menopause early she went oh welcome to the club you'll never sleep again um <laughs> but, <laughs> thanks Bob. Yeah. Um, but you know they didn't talk about it no. and it's quite a taboo subject and I, I'm i quite happy getting those parts of those sides of me out. I've spoken about anxiety, I've spoken about, you know, the loss of libido and skin and all the sort of worries that we can have. And quite often when I do, I have people, like on my main page or on my Instagram, I've actually just got naked on Instagram today and posted a naked picture. Um, Amazing um That was for a charity calendar, I think. It's, love, love what you've got, but it's still a taboo subject. So to get out there and say, "Hey, I've got this," and do you know what? You know, it's not awesome, but it's the hand I've been dealt. Let's get on with it the best we can. Let's minimise the symptoms, and those that we can't get rid of or can't minimise, um, let's just be grateful. Let's just be grateful yeah. that everything works. And I woke up this morning and stuff. But it is nice to see so many more people talking about it there yeah. needs to be a lot more education in workplaces um when i went to my doctors to ask about hrt i walked out having told the doctor that i, I had waited three weeks to see the practice expert having told her more than she told me and i didn't trust her knowledge to di- to, to to prescribe me hrt it was like I I don't trust that you know enough to prescribe me HRT because there are a couple of risks with me. Um, And there needs to be more, there needs to be more educated so that when we go to the doctors or we speak to our boss at work, or we look, there's somebody there saying, hey, I understand, here are some things to do, here is a community if you want to be able to, um, chat about it and get some ideas here's what you can do here's a list of websites and help you with the work and a list of treatments and stuff there's just not enough people especially in professional settings talking about it.
0: Yeah that's really interesting and I think the thing is it's quite a, it's a big decision to make the especially the HRT decision and um, if you are if you don't have the resources And the information to make an informed decision you know um that's that's scary in itself isn't it and like you say if you Mm -hmm. feel you're just blindly following maybe what someone else's idea is i think it's so much better when we know we can sort of figure out with information and knowledge what's best for us you know and make that confident informed decision yeah it's interesting so how did you come to how did you come around to set up the community just from your own experience? Was it? Yeah, I'd,
1: I'd been in health and wellness for a couple of years and really, really enjoyed that and, and did some courses and stuff. And when I hit menopause, it was like, wow, you know, um, this isn't too much fun. So I started looking more into that and the community was already sort of there as a bit of a health and wellness um thing and I just started losing weight. Um and the biggest reason that the community was set up with because um previous to weight loss and I lost five stone last year, I still have some more to go. But as a 19 stone woman with a pain condition using a walking stick, um I found it incredibly difficult to look at amazing fit, healthy, no issues or minimal issues, yeah. um, personal trainers, because I felt that it, it was not achievable. I was never going to achieve those rock hard abs and, you know, perfect yeah. body. What I found inspirational was watching people who had gone from hugely overweight to and watching their journey. Um, and found that as I was losing weight, people were taking inspiration from that because yeah. a, a menopausal spoonie, who you, you, you know, cried after her first two-mile walk for the rest of the night. Um, I was hurting that much. To go into sort of the journey from there to here, which is 10 fitness classes last week and a, okay. and, and the 10-mile walk, you know. Yeah. It's been quite an emotional journey and people, Find inspiration in the fact that I'm not there yet. I've had a weight loss plateau. I've had the anxiety and the hot flushes and the insomnia and perhaps a little bit of meno middle weight gain and stuff. But I'll always try and get over that however I can, whether it's research, whether it's reaching out to one of the two experts in the group, Chris, the body expert, Paul, the mind expert, and say, Right, I'm, I'm a little bit stuck. Help me, help me over this little hurdle. Um, and they do so people do find inspiration I'm not body goals to the majority of people but to those niche few I am I'm well not- I don't know
0: if they are niche actually I think maybe it's the majority of people who are you mm. know <laughs> that live with some kind of challenge you know mm. and you know, it's, I think the minority is probably more likely to be the, um, the sculpted personal trainers <laughs> you know and it is so inspiring to watch people's journeys. I think that's why it's important um and great that people like you share because I think it is um it, it's motivating and inspiring. And also I just I think we have this idea, don't we, of kind of um perfection, which is so skewed, you know, it's not it's never gonna happen. So there's it's I like this idea of managing things, you know, like you're managing your the symptoms. That, it's part of a process it's not going to go away necessarily but um there are ways of of managing these things like with there's tools you can use to support ourselves and I think that is what I find really really inspiring about watching watching your journey and the group I was going to ask you for your top tips on on what we as women can do to support ourselves? What would be your top sort of areas of um, where to focus our attention as we move into and through menopause? The, I think the biggest
1: thing is mindset. It's uh, I mean, it's a word thrown around quite a lot in recent years if you have a negative view to aging and the menopause you are more likely to struggle um it isn't the end of the world you know it if you can i i don't take anything i don't take oh i take some nootropics for the brain fog because some days i don't even know my own name let alone you know doing in-depth research at borders on a little bit of science at times it's like wow um but mindset. Um, I manage all my symptoms with a positive mindset. I woke up this morning. I'm grateful. Not everybody does. And I think I have the bonus of having lived in pain for so many years that nothing's quite as bad. So I, I am lucky that, 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 that I can be fairly positive about things. Um, the second is sleep. Our sleep, affects so much um from our feel good when we're um tired our cortisol comes out to play and we struggle with the stress that it doesn't help the menno middle we're tired we make poor food choices because we're craving carbs and stuff sort your sleep out Um, magnesium melatonin proper sleep hygiene these things will, will will help obviously please speak to your doctor for Doing any type of supplements, um, but those tend to help. So mindset, sleep, eating right. A lot of women at this point struggle um, with eating and exercise because what they've always done um, to maintain their lifestyle, their, their their happy place, their body, whatever. Your body is now changing quite big, quite massively, um, and you need to switch things up. So. Our serotonin, which is our happy, I feel good, 80% of that is made in our guts, not in our brain. So if you have good gut health hygiene, then you make more serotonin, you know, you're you're happier. Eat lean, it really does help your energy um, and at times can help with the hot flushes as well, help reduce those and the exercise. um, Just your cardio is not gonna work any more you need to add in some strength training to help your muscles protect your joints for the joint aches um it does help with metabolism um and it helps our bones as well so a bit of strength training in there eat right for a happy gut and reduced flushes um, get your sleep right and most of all have a positive mental attitude around it all
0: yeah 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 that sounds so sensible and I love that when there are there are things that we can do ourselves to support what you know what we're going through gives that gives you that it brings back control doesn't it and I think that's so important when you feel like maybe things are spiraling out of control with your health and well-being Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really interested actually in finding out more about this especially things like the strength training do you do so do you use weights, Emma? Yeah, strength yeah. training when yeah. when
1: gyms open i i go three times a week um obviously in lockdown i've been doing um online classes with my monday night club exercise instructor mm. um and she does um kettlebells um bands ri- yeah own body weight resistance training um yeah. and i managed to get a um a weight spar off of my friend who owns the gym Um, so yeah i do
0: I do weights. Um, yeah, I think that's something that um, that I'm definitely interested in exploring more, you know, because um, it's the same, you know, like you say, with cardio, sometimes it's not enough. Same with yoga, you know. It's not – you have to – as we get older, we have to sort of bring more things in. We have to be more mindful about, about this stuff. And it's funny because, especially as women, I wonder whether maybe we're thinking weights, you know, as we get older – you know it doesn't quite compute in terms of like how things have been maybe traditionally, but actually it definitely seems to be from the scientific you know stuff that I've read um it seems to be the way that we can really support ourselves and our bodies
1: absolutely I mean don't get me wrong, cardio is amazing, you know really raising your your heartbeat and getting on sweaty. it's amazing, but yeah, we do need a good mix of all. Yoga, yeah. the lattes, the strength training, and the cardio—a yeah.
0: good mix. Yeah, having that variety is really, um, I think, is really powerful, isn't it? Mm. As well as then also, this is obviously my p- perspective. I think I'm re- always really interested in the power of relaxation and and the power that that has because I think we are also stressed, sort of, mm. chronically. And if you're adding in the added stress and maybe anxiety that comes with the hormonal changes with menopause, being able to access your own resources and uh, resources and um, being able to relax, you know, because we forget how to do it, don't we? A lot of people don't know how to relax or don't feel comfortable to because it feels weird. Because when you don't do it very often, it feels strange, you know, and it even feels a bit scary and wrong. And I think there's a lot of power in that conscious time that you give yourself to just be still and do nothing. You know, the body mm. restores and repairs and does wonderful things when you give yourself time to do that. So, yeah, I think there's there's so many areas to be explored. And um, that's really why um, I love talking to you because I just think it's so empowering for us you know women as we get older that um, actually there is lots of stuff that we can do so thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us today I'll drop the link to your group in the comments so that people can come and find you and you're always that you're doing like such in-depth sort of talks don't you on your page about all the different areas so you you really drill down into some of this stuff that we've just touched on today so if anyone's really interested in this head over mm-hmm. to the page and you'll find you know just all the knowledge you need it's very very useful so thank you Emma and we'll sign off for now and mm-hmm. we'll see you later guys take care have a good day and Bye-bye. see you soon bye thank you so much for listening today don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes you can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends and I'd really appreciate that look forward to seeing you next week and if you need a few moments out for yourself I've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast Take care guys, see you next time.